Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first? Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Welcome back, my friends. Another edition of North County Now, episode number 151. We got a hot episode pre-recorded for next week, too, episode 152. We recorded it last Friday, Mm -hmm. was it? With uh, Travis over at BTR, so a lot of good beer talk. Hear what's coming up, hear what's hot, hear about everything BTR's up to. We go through... Uh, which we're going to do our update too for the North County now brackets, but uh, we got uh, we pitted the top IPAs in San Diego against each other in brackets. So you'd be it's surprised fun. who won. Yep, you would, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chris Erickson. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. I'm Cassidy Lewis at Cassidy Lewis R E on Instagram. Come say what's up over there. Welcome to Wednesday. Every Wednesday, the same day that this podcast drops. We got been dropping some reels over there. A new a new one regarding uh foop or mm-hmm. fear of overpaying. That's the new <laughs> the new term. There's no more FOMO. Uh which was my previous reel. No mo FOMO. <laughs> but yeah, doing some fun stuff over there. I'm actually gonna drop in there for any readers out there coming up in the next few days in my highlights. Uh you'll you'll see it in my stories, but also my highlights uh of a library. So just to pass on old books that I've been reading. Or else you're just going to sit here, collect dust. So, Cassie, you're going to hit the library? For sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I gave you a book like a year ago, and I think we gave it to somebody else. Did I read it in the meantime? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember now. (laughs) Yeah, you read more than I do. but I try to. I think last uh, two years ago, I think I read eight or nine books. I think last year my goal was ten. I got through about four this year, I'm already one and a half deep, so I'm on the big short right now, uh, the previous crash of the housing market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Just kinda, trying to get a little bit of foreshadowing in there? Just kind of, I don't know. I love the movie. I, I, the movie, after watching the movie and then reading the book, you just kind of put all those characters in your head, and that's the movie, that's the, the visuals you see, which is kind of good because there's so many different characters in the book. So you got, like, Steve Carell, you got the, the dude from Secession, you got... Um, uh, Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale, yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh wow, good, Jeremy Strong. Good lineup. So yeah, it's a good. Marissa read. Tomei. Yep. I don't know. If she's made a. Yeah, she might have made. I think she might have just made an appearance. But Margot uh, Robbie. Wow, that is a big cast. Yeah. So great, great book so far. A lot of, a lot of, kind of, trying to decipher, you know, terms and all that kind of stuff, which he explains pretty well, but. Um, some of it you get lost. Anyways, that'll be in the library here in the next few weeks as well. So as always, unofficially sponsored by the Beach Life Group. So if you guys, uh, any real estate needs, hit us up. I got a new, actually on my Instagram post coming out today about iBuyers and what to, not necessarily what to expect, but what they are, are they for you, all that kind of stuff. So tune in there. On this show, we got NCAA wrap-up. Cassie's going to fill me in. Mid-wrap-up. 
mid wrap up. Yeah, the the week one wrap. get into right before the Sweet Sixteen. We got our wrap up for the North County Now podcast brackets. I'm doing real hot. Uh, Julie was pretty pumped this whole weekend because she was. She said, "If anybody looks right now, I'm in first. I'm in first. Yeah, she's still got. I think she's got uh, Kansas coming in hot. So, and then her boys go blue. Um, Michigan putting on a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yesterday we all we all rocked our Michigan gear. So nice. Um, yeah, but we got a little bit of that. We got the best, not donuts, but the best uh, donut city in North County. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so funny because I have the best you. donuts in the U.S. There's two San Diego ones. Um, just came out too. But it's not. I've never been to either of them. All right, but, give them a shout out. But San Diego, there's also in the, in article, the donut section. Yep, we'll chat donuts. Cool. And then a new Michelin, not rated, a Michelin recognized spot is coming to North County as well. And I'll tease you. It's more tacos, so can't be bad. Uh, and then obviously our 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 beers of the week coming up a little bit later. So uh, I, I enjoyed mine while we were recording last week for. Episode number 152 cool. coming out. So anyways, thanks for tuning in as always. And if you guys are listening, well, wherever you're listening, drop us a little review. If you're digging it, a little subscribe. Mm-hmm. I think they say smash that subscribe button. I think what the <laughs> kids are saying these days. Or uh, gently or you kick can just, it. Yeah. <laughs> just, or just yeah, tap it. Yeah. I think is just tap it in. Yep. Tap, tap, tappy. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, how's the weekend, sir? Or the uh, week. We're just doing the full week. The, the week wrap-up with Cassie Lewis. Um, it was good. Um, my head's a little foggy still. Allergies are, are real at the moment. But um, we had a interesting baseball game on Saturday. Um, trying to think of what else we did during the week. <laughs> oh, we had the fun softball night, Thursday, last Thursday night. Um, we won 19 to 1. That was pretty yeah. exciting. Yep. Uh, any Anybody listening from Rockstar? That was the team we played from the. Were they in Carlsbad? Uh, yeah, they're in, off Faraday. Yeah. So that's the team we played. A bunch of software engineers. <laughs> they played like it. So. <laughs> but they, they actually did. They, what does playing like a realtor mean? <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> not, not great. Well, Mr. Lewis over here, he did a doubleheader. So he was well. Warmed up for game two and was uh, was crushing the ball. Had, had I guess I just need to do that every week. Yeah, yeah. You were just loose our game in the box. In you were a little less stiff, a little ready to go. Mm-hmm. Let's hit this thing. The the pitcher was a little wild, but uh, yeah, it was like a good nineteen to one route. Yeah, yeah. It's always interesting. I mean, I, I you hate to have mercy games just because we want to keep playing, but yeah. Um, also, would have. Ah, it was it was fun all around. I yeah. mean, I'd much rather have it be a little more competitive just for excitement levels, but it's fun to hit a little and yeah. get on base every time and run around the bases like crazy. Yeah. Bring, bring the right fielder in to play shortstop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Chris made Tyler. If you're listening, we'll give you a shout out. Uh, oh no, 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 we are not going to. Never uh, Chris made a great play in the last play played shortstop. I didn't even know you were playing shortstop until the ball hits your glove. And I'm like, oh, I didn't either. <laughs> and, Cause I knew Donovan was running, uh, to first base um, to f- take my spot. And then as soon as that ball was hit, hit pretty hard, pretty good. Yeah, it was coming. To shortstop. And I'm like, is that Chris? 
and a great pl- get great throw to first. I think I was out. My, I was on my way to right field, and then I just stopped because it was just a free for all that inning. Like everybody's going everywhere. Nobody yeah. was going there. All right, I'm in. This yeah. is this is my spot. Yep. But yeah, I think uh, yeah we will give Tyler a shout out. I think he had two two Ks <laughs> in the last inning. I think uh, somebody somebody gave him a, a Raleigh finger shout out. He's got a nice mustache going, so uh, they really fired him up. Yeah, for sure. And but I think a, a backwards K, if I'm not mistaken, or were they swinging? I think they were both swinging. Okay. Yeah. Because there was a backwards K at one point during okay. that game. Yeah. Chandler Chandler got at least one strikeout. Um, yeah, maybe there was one in that in that inning. Tyler, uh, chime in. But leave, t- leave us a review. <laughs> but, but Tyler Tyler's uh, head grew at least three sizes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was hilarious after the game, you know. We had three guys pitch. He's the only one that struck out two people, so that was holding that over everybody's head. And, uh, I'm just gonna. I think we'll just start him next week, just to see what happens. We and, should and let him get just blasted. Yeah, <laughs> get his head down should. back to the regular size. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty pumped up. Yep. Um, yeah, was, always a little more competitive. Is always a little more fun, but it is fun to put some points up too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And we had in the other game, I filled in for. Our boys on Calvary Carlsbad, mm-hmm. and uh, came back from being down eight yep. um, in the last inning. So that was probably what loosened me up the most was that that last at bat, yeah. two outs with one runner on, and still down by like seven. Always a little bit of pressure. A little bit. It's good. Yeah, it's fun. You know you're coming up. All yep. right, last inning. Let's do this. But yeah, shout out still to Rockstar getting out there doing their thing. For, I think it's our first season, so. Yeah, it took. We were chatting about that too. Is that when I remember our first season was co-ed and it was it was ugly. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, it um, takes a little time. It does it takes a little time, and then and learning the rules too. I think they got an out mm-hmm. because the guy left second base too early in the first inning, and a po- uh, infield fly rule. Yeah, left the base again, got tagged out. <laughs> I think a few up the middle. Uh, whatever yeah. around the pitcher or whatever yeah. it's called box box, box rule. rule. Yep. Yeah, they got a bunch of stuff that was weird, odd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But those things don't happen when you've been, when you not as often. Yeah, when you know it a little bit better. But anyway, and then uh, we had fun baseball Saturday for for the kiddos. Um, definitely saw the the difference in coaching strategies. Where I'm trying to get the kids to swing at more pitches and hit, uh, and we gave up ten walks. So the other team wasn't using that same strategy. And so we lost pretty good, but uh, on, but it was guys. still I know swing the bat exactly. just like softball. It's I know. like we don't go to walk, we go to hit. Yeah. But I think that's just that level of of uh, it's just there. I mean, and I the part that gets me is when the umpire's calling balls when the kids are already stepped completely out of the box by the time the ball gets to them because they're not so they're not trying to hit at all. They're, like they're fully stepped out, scared of it, yep. or is it going to hit? Is or it both. getting close to them? Uh, both maybe. Okay, but I mean, but some of them are right down the middle and. You know, that's just the, um, for an umpire to get those kids to stay back in there, you just got to call some strikes. Yeah. Because it's, and I was like that as a kid. I was not a good hitter. I was afraid of the ball at that level completely. Um, and I probably did that a time or two, but, um, probably my favorite about of the game was one of our kids who's been stepping out, um, that I've coached for a bunch of seasons now did a great, great job, full count. Um, swinging strike three, but kept his feet in there, which he hasn't all season. So it's it's those things I like to see. Yeah, like those um, kind of positives. Can put the ball in play. His first at bat, like those are the things that are fun. It's not the 
less. I don't care as much about winning. It's rec baseball. Who cares? But um, I like it. Swing uh, the bats. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't look for a walk every right. Year. And we had, and they only had one umpire this week too. So it was a kid umpire calling balls and strikes behind the pitcher, which is just rough. Oh yeah, it's a tough way to do it. And our usually kids were just aggressive. One, out, one on each side. One usually you just have one behind home plate and then one um, either down the first baseline if nobody's on or play behind pitcher in the infield. Yeah. Otherwise, if there's runners on, but anyway, it was fun. It's still super fun. Um, great t-ball as always, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then just worked a bunch. We that was pretty much our our weekend. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm mellow, mellow on this side too. Just running a bunch of comps, and we didn't get out and about too much. But I want to give my meal that we made last night a shout out. <laughs> last night a, or Sunday night? Last night. Oh. Uh, what was last? Yeah, I think it was Monday. Monday. They're, they're all kind of going together, you know. <laughs> Like what's I do know that yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, I think this. I mean, there probably are restaurants that already do this, but I made it once before, and I remember it was really good. And I made a note on my uh, phone about it, and then just randomly made it last night because we had a bunch of carnitas mm-hmm. from the from the uh, what's that? Not the slow cooker, the um, pressure cooker. Min- no, yeah, the pressure cooker. Yeah. What, what are those things called? Um, Ask me when I don't have allergies. <laughs> Whatever that's uh, called. Instapot. Yeah. Instapot. Instapot. There we yeah. go. <laughs> made some Instapot carnitas. Anyway, so we had a big bowl of that, but I made a ramen out of it. Oh, like, wow. You get some ramen. You get a, a hard-boiled egg, throw in some jalapenos, some cucumber, oh, wow. a little bit of onion, a little bit of uh, mushrooms, and some lettuce. Not lettuce. Like a spinach mix mm-hmm. with a little soy sauce on there. Oh, dude. It was... Okay. Nice. Yeah, and then I served it because we ran out of bowls in uh, in for Julie's in a just the bowl like you know how you used to cook top ramen when you're Mm -hmm. poor in a cup in a cup. Oh, not even in the the cup. cup. I guess even the cup. I guess I used to cook it just on the stove in in the pot. Oh yeah. yeah. But then you serve it that way. So when I have my restaurant, we're going to serve it in the pot. Easier to easier to you know hold while you're eating it. Easier to serve. So we had a (laughs) real revelation on uh, on ramen last night. That's awesome. So Chris's ramen restaurant is coming out soon. Nice. Did you do something with the carnitas before that and just had leftover carnitas? Yeah, we did some pulled pork sandos. Uh, nice. Rather. It wasn't really carnitas. It, it was, was just, just basically pulled, pulled pork. Yeah, it was seasoned pork, but shoulder. Shoulder. Shoulder, shoulder yeah. yeah. And then uh, <laughs> pressure cooked it with some stuff and then made a few different things. Yeah, pulled pork, carnitas. We've uh, done. We'll do we've, something else. I'm we've done sure. the like shredded beef in the uh, pressure cooker too in the Instant Pot, which is really good. Just like the... If you were going to have like a... What kind of meat? Like a roast? Uh, I think you use like some kind of a roast. Yeah, some kind of a roast. I don't know what. Uh, I'm trying to think now which which piece, but mm-hmm. um, turns out really good. Kind of like pulled pork, but beef. Yeah. Like for some like a good Mexican salad or something like that. It's good. Uh, or a tostada. Oh, that does really sound good. good for a tostada. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, shredded beef tostada. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is what I get like if I go to Fidel and Fidel's, that's what I get. Nice. Is, Shredded beef tostada. It's delish. All the seasonings that go along with the Mexican, like shredded beef, it's good. Pre-season it, cook it, mm-hmm. shred it later. Pot. Yep. Good it know. pretty much just shreds itself. I, I don't think we've done beef in it yet. It's good. I'm going to have to try it mm-hmm. for sure. We did hit up Los Tacos, though, this weekend. Oh, cool. Uh, always a go-to. If you guys are, I think there's one in Oceanside. Did you, there's one did in you hit up Los Tacos without going to BTR? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was uh, just, a, it was like 8.30 on a Saturday. Just ran in, boom, got my to-go. Nice. Heading out, a nice 
fish burrito. Usually you go fish tacos, but the fish burrito is solid. Mm. And then a nice three taco combo. Nice. Shrimp tacos. Spicy shrimp taco. Carne asada taco. Los, Los tacos got it going on. So Nice. Uh, and I did notice down there, too. Harry Ruma, Harry Rama, uh-huh. Harry Rumu. <laughs> I remember it was they had their sign up, or they said they were coming soon. Yeah, coming soon, just like a banner, basically. Right. And then they were building it out, and then they looked like they took all the signs down and said for lease. So I thought they weren't going in there. Now they have a real sign up there, potentially going back in there. <laughs> so I'm not Make sure, up your but mind. yeah. But I'm excited for it because we've had, like we said, a few clients who have mentioned it. Like it's a go-to spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that the village, what's it called? Village town square or whatever. Mm-hmm. Village. Park town square? No. Some, village something. Village two. I think it's a village two. Yeah, okay. I don't know how much more stuff they need in there. <laughs> but we did find a secret. Park, parking <laughs> don't in tell the, people. Parking in the back. There's a little cut through. Let you guys know. <laughs> Don't so. tell them that. That's hey, my new spot. We gotta I can't let park, our listeners know. So. I can't park my truck in that parking lot. So yeah, um, yeah. I found that there's spots in the back. It was yep. great. That's over right behind BTR, guys. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you updated on the Harry Ruma. I don't know how to say. It. <laughs> sounds sounds good. All right. Should we do NCAA? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Give us the update. So we ended up getting about 13 people. There was 15 in there. Two did not fill out their brackets. <laughs> uh, Raleigh Fingers is one of them. <laughs> and yeah, every year, I think next year we need to promote it a little bit more. A little Get earlier. it out a few days before. First, so this one struck. This one snuck up on me for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was talking to somebody else too, and they're like, you know, just out of nowhere, March Madness is here. Yeah. I wonder if because we skipped it last year. Was it two no, years last, ago? Two, two years, years ago. ago. Last yeah. year it was on. Okay. Yeah. But I think still even it was just like a uh, – it, it just goes so fast every year when you got the um, divisional playoff or tournaments and then just it's instant how yeah. quick – because literally those games end on like Saturday. They have the selection Sunday and then all of a sudden the games start Thursday. It just feels so quick. But next mm-hmm. year, yeah, we will – I mean it's cool too that now that we've got it kind of set up. That it will send automatically to the folks that are doing it. Yeah. So if you're on it now and listening, or in it now and listening, um, we'll just get a you'll get an update next year when it comes out, which is cool. So it should just keep building. Yeah. As long as people sign up. But is there a limit to how many people you could have? I don't think so because I'm in the. I also checked that box to be in the main one, mm-hmm. and it's like th- I don't know millions of people, thousands. I of guess people. it wouldn't matter. Like yeah. there's so many different combinations. Yeah. It doesn't. All right. So next year we're blowing it up. Yep. This year, if you got in, there's going to be some prizes for top three and last, which I'm buying for right now. But <laughs> Oh, I, did, I didn't tell you. You can't get the prizes. <laughs> so it's whoever, even All if right. you get I'm last, gonna, it's the second to last. You're the admin. Change, I have a few changes to make. <laughs> um, but as of now, so this is going into uh, week two, um, where we stand. Yep. Mr. Lauren Sanders, the leader of the Beach Life Group, is in first place with 44 points. Um, I like looking at the max points because his is up there with max points still too. Yeah. um, It's the combination of where are you now? Where can you go? Could you go? Yeah. Um, Where our second place um, finalist is our winner from last season, Mm. Chelsea, is got 43 points, but her max is 103. What was Lauren's max? 148. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea's Baylor uh, lost. Yeah. 
Out of the tourney. Bracket busted. Sorry, Chels. Bracket busted. Tried to go two, two for two. And I might owe her um, her prize from last season still. So <laughs> she reminded me. So um, yeah, don't know I mean, how that slipped my mind. I think so. last year there was some coffee. There was some mugs. There was some <laughs> I, you know, maybe I, beer. Could be. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I might have forgotten Chelsea. So okay. we'll we'll will figure that out. Um, well, she might get last. <laughs> that's right. That's Cancels right. it out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Julie is in third currently, forty two points with a max of one forty six. Julie so did want to know that, like I said, she was in first. If you looked at a certain time on Sunday <laughs> or Saturday, so yep. Uh, your brother Corey is in fourth. Afton, my sister in law, is in fifth. Your dad is in. Fifth as well, tied with 39 points. And then we got a three-way tie for seventh. John Holmes, Corey. Oh, boy. Corey, Ren, and then uh, tenth is me, all by myself. Nice. Holding down that tenth spot. <laughs> um, and then you were at 11. Um, but you're still possible one for max of 143. So you're up there. Um, the And then... Your bro, brother Joey, and then your mama, and last. Tied Joe, for last. mom, come on, tied for last. Game, <laughs> but their their uh, winners are still in there. So um, the lowest max right now is is Ren at sixty two. So um, yeah, he had a he had a rough first <laughs> few days. Kentucky went out. That was his boys. Yep. Yeah. Then um, I think I was the only one. I had Duke, which I changed at. I think you could change it up to 9.15 a.m. on Thursday. I changed it about 8.47. Because mm-hmm. I was originally chose Kansas to win because yeah, I have known nothing about what's going on in <laughs> basketball, but I heard somebody say Kansas. I mean, I know they're uh, you know traditionally a good team. I didn't even know Gonzaga was like the number one overall seed mm-hmm. uh, until the games this weekend. But I figured Coach K's last year make a run. You know, do that, which rarely ever happens. Storybook ending, you know. Mm-hmm. You go out on top. Um, so far, yeah, they're there. So Duke is making at least the Sweet 16. Pretty sweet. Who are they playing this week, actually, by, by the way, Duke? <sighs> That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's check that out. Uh, I was going to see where I was in the in the world ranking or whatever, um, it's probably ugly. So I, I'll skip that. 28,363. <laughs> hey, that wouldn't be that bad. Um, Duke is in what category or which uh, bracket? They are in the top left. <laughs> <laughs> Good old top left. Uh, that would make sense if they did the brackets like that. So it'd be the Northwest bracket. I don't know if that's how they do it. But. I don't either. Um, to well, Duke no, because I think they had Midwest. Did Duke go through? They did. I don't know, then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out, guys. <laughs> I know you guys already know because you have been watching it closer than us. But All right. We got coming up this week, Providence, Kansas, oh, there you go. Iowa State, Miami of Florida, Houston, Arizona, Michigan taking on number two, Villanova. Nice. UNC taking well, on UCLA. UNC making a run too, and then the the um, kind of long shot St. Peter's, the first team to, from New Jersey to make it to the Sweet 16 in 25 years against Purdue, Texas Tech at at versus Duke. That's a big game. 
Thursday night, March 24th at 6.39 p.m. Be there or be square. And then I think Gonzaga will run right through Arkansas. So Nice. So um, St. Pete, that's – I mean, I'm curious when the last time a 15 seed made it to this round. I've heard 12 and 13s and stuff, but 15 is – that's wild. I think they did show a stat. It might have been – Oral Roberts a few years ago, maybe 2013, somewhere in there. I think it was not like super recent, but mm-hmm. semi-recent. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Last 15 seed to make it to the Sweet 16. Let's see if you're right, Oral Roberts. Yeah, let's find out. We're Googling live. <laughs> yep. St. Peter's followed Oral Roberts 20, oh, 2021. Oh, Sorry. Well. Sweet 16. Last year. <laughs> last year. All right. so, it's been a long time. Been a long time, guys. <laughs> 12 months. Um, yeah. So I, between one year and eight years ago. <laughs> and then 2013 was Florida Gulf Coast. That's who it was. Got it. Okay, okay. got it. Makes sense. I knew there was a 2013. <laughs> All right. So good luck to everybody out there. Hopefully you're doing better than me. And me. But still fun. I love that first weekend. Always good. I only watched the the main game on CBS because that's all I had. But you go watch all the tickers, and mm-hmm. I wish that. I mean, that's probably why they do it to push you to the cable to the other channels, so they don't like once one game ends, they don't show like the the next game. They'll just break it down with like Barkley and stuff. Like mm-hmm. here's here's where we're going on. Here's the here's the live update. Yeah, but, that's your Barkley impression. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> my Charles Barkley. <laughs> All right. Anything else we have in sports? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. Spring, well, spring training's in full swing, which is fun. Been watching some games on my phone. Watched uh, while while the kids are watching movies at night. I'm watching Giants spring training. At least the first three or four innings are interesting. Then they bring in the scrubs. Yep. Then it just kind of gets a little messy, but um, getting excited. Only a couple weeks. Got yeah. some baseball. Good. Pretty cool. What was opening day? We figured that the out. Seventh, I think. Okay. Yep. All right. Coming yep. up. Coming up hot. Yep, for sure. So actually, yeah. Padres versus the Guardians. Did I just see that? <laughs> I think they start. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. April fourteenth, twenty twenty two. The Padres home opener is scheduled for Thursday. Oh, that's a home playing opener. the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Yep. So they're playing a few <clears throat> out of town. So you get to see those hot guardians, you know, the, the new team in the league. <laughs> well, just the new name. Yeah. So should be interesting. Interesting to get your first, your first, um, your home opener against an AL team. Yeah. Just an odd thing. It What's, wouldn't have been. It would have been the Giants had the season started correctly. What is the Guardians logo? Um, it's not the Guardians of the Galaxy, unfortunately. That, <laughs> that would have been rad. Um, it's like a statue-looking thing. So it's like a yeah, it's a G around the. Uh, oh wait, is it the G around the baseball, or is it the G around the baseball, or is it like the the Guardian guy? Uh, what actually one are they going to wear on their hats, guys? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It might just be a it might just be a this Cleveland C. I'm not sure. No, it's a. A G around a baseball with wings. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. It looks like somebody just went to um, Google Fiber Maps. and said, hey, I need a 
a G. Here's the team, the Guardians. It's a baseball team. And go. Yeah. They're like, we'll take it. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe try it one That's more That's funny. Time. This gonna... Brandon Walker. <laughs> uh, the name Guardians is whatever. But are they serious with this logo? It looks like a stock avatar for Yahoo Fantasy Football in 2004. <laughs> True. This guy says, it looks like a sixth grade baseball team logo. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Adventures in Babysitting um, fans out there. The Guardians logo uh, gave me some Adventures in Babysitting flashback when the girls wearing the Thor helmet, you know, with oh, the, yeah. wings, yep. the wings kicking back there. <laughs> I agree. So it's also weird to go with a team name that like C and G just don't seem to go together very well. Cause like looking at the hats, like I just went on the MLB website to see if you were going to buy a hat. Yeah. It almost looks like a C or an upside down G. The hats? Like, yeah. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a CG yeah. kind of. I don't know. So, I, I mean, I would have just completely stuck with being as Cleveland as you can. Yeah. And making that to be the prominent thing. Cause I don't know. Cause then there's some hats that look like a giant G. So it's just weird. It is. There's yeah. there's some good ones though. It's uh did they borrow the did they borrow from the nineteen nineties Angels logo? It does look kind it of similar. It does look after summer. It does. Oh man. But anyways. Half Thor, half Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. I mean I don't like it, but I like that it's funny. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. I, I, I th- <laughs> I mean, I think they could have done better, guys. I, I think they could have done better. So. Nonetheless, let's get on, moving right along, to our... Donuts? Craft Corner. <laughs> People got to wait for the donuts. Oh, that's the last. Okay, that's so last. Hot yeah. teas. Hot, Hot teas. teas. We got, yeah. So, my beer of the week comes from when we were sitting down with Travis and talking about the new craze. And it wasn't the new craze. It's a an old staple. Obviously, it's an IPA. It's an American IPA. It's American India Pale Ale. Nice. So it's American, yeah, India Pale Ale. <laughs> uh, interesting. And it's American India Pale Ale, but its main hop is New Zealand hops. So oh. it's kind of got a lot of the world in there, <laughs> different different parts. It's uh, Maillard Live. It's Maillard Live Beer Company, established 2019, uh, Flight of the Kiwis. 7.2 New Zealand hops, notes of... Solve grapes and tangerines. I could never pick up the fruits in those, except that the one the, the one you got me later was the fluffy pillows. Oh yeah, was it that was what it's called? Something like that. Yeah, fluffy pillows. Second chance brewing. Uh, it's a tangerine clouds, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it does. You can definitely get some tangerine out of there for sure. For sure. I mean, it was a hot, it's a fruity. Hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good description. This one, not so much. This one, I mean, it's a good IPA. It was my beer of the week, but it wasn't, could not taste the tangerine. Got it. There, per se. Does make sense. Yeah. Here's a, from their website. It's in their hip hoppity uh, section of beers. It is a 2021 Great American Beer Fest medal winner. A twist on the classic West Coast IPA utilizing hops from New Zealand, giving this beer notes of Savon tangerine, Savon Sauvignon, Sauvignon, that's a hard word to say, dude. Sauvignon, tangerine, or Sauvignon grapes, tangerines, mango, and a touch of pine. I mean, those are good flavors in there. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. So For sure. 
pretty pretty good. I'll give you some other Meyer Live beers after your beer of the week. We'll we'll come back around to that. So I cool. I knew that they had the spot. They have good food there. They have music. I didn't necessarily know that they brewed their own beer there. So over in San Marcos. The old hometown buffet. Yep. That's right. That's right. Um, I still haven't been there either. I mean, of course, they've only been open, you know, a little bit before the pandemic and yep. through it. But uh, definitely need to check it out because um, it always looks like a good time. Um, but my beer of the week also came from the Brewer's Tap Room, but it was my to-go mix pack. Oh, yeah. Which, you got a nice little uh, mix pack. Yep. Uh, Travis put together a four-pack. Didn't Most people probably don't realize that you could do that. And have them just pick out four, or you can pick out four. Um, got three IPAs and then a lager, which I haven't opened yet. But um, we'll chat in the podcast next week about that lager a little. Let That's that lager of, age. Yeah, let that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but this one's from Brewery X. Um, do you know where Brewery X is? Los Angeles, Anaheim. Close, okay. close. <laughs> um, but I've had. I think I've had their beers before. I mean, it sounds super familiar. Um, but this one was their Citra Loves Nelson, um, and the can was just perfect. It was the, um, uh, the Giving Tree style, and you know it's got the instead of a little kid standing next to the tree, it's got a little hop with arms and legs <laughs> standing next to the tree. I'll post it on Instagram on the day this po- uh, podcast posts, um, so you can check it out. But it's pretty rad can art, um, and it's by Brewery X. Is, did I already mention the brewery name? Brewery yep. X, yeah. <laughs> uh, Citra Loves Nelson. And it is a IPA, obviously, with Citra and Nelson hops. Makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, 7% ABV. Um, delicious. Super tasty beer. Um, definitely makes me want to try to find some more of their stuff because it was really, really good. Yeah, I've seen definitely seen some of their stuff in, uh, not, well, yeah, just the liquor store down mm-hmm. here or with the, the beer cave. Yep. Um, so they do distribute somewhat down here, at least. I like where the what X stands for too. I just got on their on their website and looked at the about us, and it says their story it says that to us the X represents and is about crossing paths, coming to a juncture, and ending up where you want to be. Pretty cool, uh, kind of mantra for a very simple brewery name. Yeah, um, pretty rad. Maybe a, a worth a side trip, a next Disneyland trip. Win, right win up, in right Anaheim. Win in Anaheim. I know Anaheim's a big city, but could probably figure out how to get there. Yeah, I don't know much about Anaheim. I just know it's like driving through the freeway. It's like a bunch of commercial, and it's like hmm, yeah, as soon as we're you in get... Anaheim. <laughs> I've been to the ball field. Just about it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to Ducks games. Okay, I have yep. not. Yep. Um, but anyway, so yeah, definitely. If you see Brewery X out there, check it out. It's really really good. Nice. Few other beers and happenings over at My Yard Live. So, like I said, it's the old hometown buffet right off of. Is it Rancheros? What is that road right there? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Two eight eight Rancheros Drive, San Marcos nine two zero six nine. They got a good selection of of, of brewskis. Yep. We got. That's a good little run of breweries too. You got mm-hmm. Lost Abbey right on the corner. And, oh yeah. And then uh, Wild Barrel, Wild Barrel quick right shot down there. there. Yep. Right next to the police department? Yep. <laughs> is that right across the street or where is It's the... right behind the DMV. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. I have seen a lot of uh, heavy pre- police presence over there. I just didn't know why. Okay. Now you know. Now you know. 
The uh, crushable section, they have a Demello Mexican lager. They have the uh, bl- honey blonde ale called Basic Batch Honey. <laughs> they have uh, Amber Ale, Red Rover. Myar Live Session IPA at 4.5% Nerf Dart. Hmm. And then they got White Rascal, which is a uh, Avery Brewing. Yep. Um, another Myar Live, Darker and Different, Puff the Magic Porter. I think I've had that when we went there uh, last time. Mm-hmm. Spear. A delicate balance of coffee and chocolate without being overly acrid. Acrid? Mm. I don't think I've ever read that word. A C R I D <laughs> and bitter. Nice. Um, another one on tap, but that's from Society. So that's not one of theirs. And then the Fly the Kiwis in their hip hoppity section. Four dudes brew IPA. Um, and it's actually, if you follow My Yard Live, you see the story. Uh, the, the dudes who brewed it, it was four dudes who kind of came together and uh, they're adults with developmental disabilities, and this beer is their way to give back. The dudes will do- be donated one buck from each pint sold to a uh, community cause of their choice. So Nice. Uh, beer with a cause. They have Noise Complaint, uh, My Yard Live West Coast IPA, Muddy Waters. Guess what kind of IPA that is? Murky. Yep, hazy IPA. <laughs> uh, Lawn Darts, a double IPA. And then, uh, yeah, that's it for theirs. So cool. Got some good, some good uh, choices over there. And my yard live. If you go to their website, it is uh, play, taste, listen. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've made the the logo way too small to read. Um, but they do have a ton of like. If you guys have been there, in one of the corners, they have a big like a stage. It's so they have uh, outdoor play area for the kids. Like, pretty cool play structure. They have an outdoor area. I, I want to say they have, like, ping pong tables and stuff on that side. Um, it's just a big kind of towards the front of the place. More skewed towards adults. And then they have inside uh, live stage. They have a few video games and stuff. But they do have live music quite a bit. So if you go to myyardlive.com and go to their listen section, they got a lot of stuff. So, like, Wednesdays they do trivia Thursdays, they have My Yard Karaoke Live. Any karaoke fans out there? And then through the weekends, they have March, March, Friday, March 25th, Sergio Gutierrez. Saturday, March 26th, Matt and Morris of Babylon Rockers, a little reggae for you. Sunday, March 27th, Noah Allen, singer songwriter. They have um, blues, folk, bossa, nova, samba. They have all kinds of stuff. So you guys want some uh, beer, food, live music? All these start right around 6 o'clock, so it's not even like a crazy late night, like 6 to 9. It's perfect for all you families out there. So the Sunday ones, are, or this Sunday one, March 27th, coming up, is from 3 to 6, so pretty rad. Nice. I like it. Yeah. I'm glad they, like we were chatting with uh, Travis a little bit, they made it through the um, through the lockdown and all that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. pretty pretty neat. I. I don't believe I don't think they can beer. Do you have you seen the beer on the bow? No, I haven't. I have not. Neither have I. All right, two other things on the beer front. Project X series. Another X, but not <laughs> Brewery X. Project X series yields dimensional universe. Mother Earth's Brew Co.'s release a single seasonal offering in its line of hazy IPAs. Um their second beer and art series released the 2022 Dimensional Universe hit shelves this week with a wild new label and impressive hop combo to boot. Known for recruiting artists from all walks of life and um, artistic backgrounds, Mother Earth went big with, I don't know how you say it, Dew? 
I'm going to go, it's DU, capital DU. So mm-hmm. we'll go do by showcasing the work of the, um, oh, Dimensional Universe. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the name of the artist. Yeah. <laughs> Dimensional Universe by showcasing the work of elusive, surreal artists known as at the real theory, at the underscore real underscore theory. In terms of what to expect out of the glass, Mother Earth notes that aromas and flavors of ripe berries and passion fruit will dominate with the hazy malt component present in the background, but purely there as a supporting role. So, um, yeah, they're they're rolling out this new series where they're teaming up with artists and making some killer cans. Uh, this would be actually cool. I don't know about like the logo and stuff. I mean, whatever. It's just Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. But if you just took the picture from this can, got it framed, hung mm-hmm. it up, be rad. Nice. Yeah. So little little news from Mother Earth, and then I found a new spirits company locally. Cool. They're doing something fun. They're called Rebrew. R E B R U Spirits. They're right next to uh, downtown, seventeen thirty five National Ave, San Diego. Is it starts with the Barry, Barry Logan? Yeah. What's the the right next to Thorn? Thorn. That's what it was. Okay, it wasn't F. It was a T. <laughs> So Thorn Brewing right on one side and they're right on the other side. But basically what they're doing is taking any beer, craft beer, that is about to expire or has expired or just, you know, most people are just going to throw it away. At this point, The, the either the stores or the, you know, the shops or wherever they have it. And they are turning it into whiskey, gin, and vodka. So they're like recycling old craft beer and making it new craft spirits looking at their website too is they, they've got a full-on restaurant also mm-hmm. and they use the spent grains probably from their neighbor yeah um to make the pizza dough nice coda brewing does that at the little brew pub there in hawaii which we love that's awesome that's like probably my favorite pizza i've ever had yeah mm-hmm that is pretty rad yeah pretty pretty cool yeah so they're they're right down there but um if you go to rebrewspirits.com, you can kind of read all about their process, where to buy. I wonder where you can buy. I haven't even clicked on that one. Stay tuned for updates, it says. So I guess nowhere right now. Uh, <laughs> Probably there. But definitely yes. there. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty new. All their like all their awards, the San Diego International Wine and Spirit Challenge, um, their SIP Awards, Double Gold, all that stuff is from 2021. So they're really fresh they have a a rebrew vodka mm-hmm. they have the rebrew gin uh it's funny it's it's a our flagship gin is a west coast style so kind of make Maybe it play a off west that coast idea. west coast okay, it's a west coast <laughs> gin uh which means we tone down the juniper flavor oh i might actually like it then who has the <laughs> 395 oh that's they have junipers in there yeah right? that's, yeah juniper yeah uh, Mammoth Brewing? Yeah. Okay. Is that 395? Yeah. 395 I think it's that or Epic. I think it's, it's the double. It's okay. the, whatever it is, it's the double IPA. Which means we tone down the juniper flavors to make room for nine other beautiful botanicals. Uh, look for other flavors like coriander, hint of cinnamon, uh, orris root, hmm. citrusy finish, California grown lemon and orange peels. Um, I don't know. Are you a gin fan? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although that doesn't, and that sounds better than than kind of regular, because I don't really like that kind of traditional gin flavor. Yeah, I know. Every now and again, I'll go if we go out on date night or something, I'll get a, a Bombay Sapphire 
martini, mm-hmm. so a gin. Mm-hmm. It's nice, clean. Uh, basically, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Shake it up, get it nice and chilled. Very rare. Or I went on a gin and tonic kick for a while. Mm-hmm. In the Rainbow Room in New York, uh, Chelsea and I got, got fancy for, for one night and went to the Rainbow Room. And uh, um, I ordered a vodka tonic. I think we were just getting drinks. I don't think we ate. I think we just got cocktails. Um, ordered a vodka tonic, which is usually pretty safe, but I wasn't much of a vodka drinker yeah. to start. Uh, I thought the vodka had gone bad. Uh, turns out they had brought me a gin and tonic. <laughs> I, just, I, did not, is, I did not like it. You guys, your vodkas. I didn't know vodka could go bad, but you guys really screwed something up here. <laughs> so that's always reminds me of gin. Every time I have it, I'm like, oh, I remember that one time. Oh, bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Tonic is, even though it's super bitter it's like got a ton of sugar in it too so be careful how many of those you guys drink mm-hmm. i mean the alcohol too but <laughs> more of the sugar mm-hmm. um this yeah, guy but- the the um, master distiller neil lots um he says to be enjoyed by all and is most commonly chased with phrases such as i don't normally drink gin but that's really good <laughs> and see i'd actually see. drink that wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah see i might try that yeah they're labeling it. Their labeling is rad. Yeah, like their labeling is really cool. Yeah, they're playing off the the hops and the, mm-hmm. and yeah, the craft logo. beer. So, yeah, um, they have a rebrew barrel aged gin, which it looks pretty interesting. They have a distilled hard kombucha, uh, white rum hard kombucha coming at forty percent. That's hefty. And then rebrew whiskey, a blend of three years aged bourbon and our in house aged whiskey distilled from unsold. Local craft beer, nutty and burnt caramel aroma with a smooth smooth taste of bananas and creme brulee finish, sweet like corn and vanilla. Uh, I don't know. The corn, take that out. But <laughs> and then they have some absinthe as well. So Yeah, if you, you, you want that fun. good 69% alcohol by yeah. volume. Yeah. <laughs> 138 proof. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absinthe. I remember one of my neighbors down in PB, uh, he, was, he was an absinthe guy, so he'd have the whole setup and like – do the sugar, you put it over like this. I mean, you could do it over a spoon, but mm-hmm. you pour it over there mm-hmm. to kind of like dilute it a little bit. Yeah. And there was the mysterious like wormwood. Is it going to like, does it get you high or like what's the, <laughs> I mean, it just basically, it just really comes down to a really strong alcohol. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's in the description. This one says no need for any sugar, fire or fancy spoons with this silky Swiss style absinthe made with real worm- wormwood. Yeah. Yeah, that, that so. was one of the, the wives' tales is the American stuff was not didn't have the wormwood, which was like the hallucinogenic Part portion of it, of it mm. even though it's not. But that was the, <laughs> the wives' tale. Um, but it does. It, nice. I think it was outlawed or something. There was some story behind it. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like that when it's talking about flavors, delivers a sweet black licorice flavor. You don't <laughs> usually think of black licorice and sweet, but no. somebody maybe. Not I. No, not, not I. I. <laughs> not I. All I kind of right. want to try it now, though. I do, too. All right. Maybe that'll be the winner or the loser. If if I lose, we'll get that for me. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Same for me. <laughs> All right. We ready for the best donuts? Yeah. So, what are we doing in the world or what are we doing here? Tell what's us your, your, what's your the, ones, the ones you came. And then I'll tell you the best donut city in San okay. Diego, okay, specifically cool. North County. This is all of San Diego. I have the top 13. Okay. But 
you'd be surprised. There's there's three that are in one city. So. Wow. Yep. So the Thrillist. dot com. Uh-oh, um, did you? Do we have the same article? I have the Thrillist. This one is well. Uh, I don't know. Well, I have the, the one that's 13 the... best donuts shops oh, yeah. in so San you have, Diego. Yeah, so you have that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have the, the one that I I got to that one from this. Okay. Uh, but there's two San Diego donut shops, including one North County spot that made the 32 best donut shops in America wow. list. Just came out uh, last earlier this week. Um, the one, the one, first one is in San Diego somewhere. I'm not sure exactly. San Diego somewhere. <laughs> Well, you guys but maybe know where that Bar- is. maybe Barrio Logan because so you can go get some some uh, rebrew and have some pizza little, and little then get donut. Um, but this one's Barrio Donas, and it's kind of the kind of that traditional uh, Mexican donut, Mexican bakery style. Nice. So they made the list. There's no real order to this. Um, like they didn't rank them within. Yeah. Um, but then one in Carlsbad, which probably also made that top thirteen. Um, it's called the goods. Oh yeah. Yep. So that that was one that uh, made the the national list, which is pretty cool. Yeah. These are the top thirteen in San Diego, and I think the goods is one of them. Nice. Uh, you would assume if they made the top thirty-two. Hey, woodpecker. There's a woodpecker right there. <laughs> right on the tree. Uh, one real quick thing before we get into the donuts. Rebrew also. If you go to their website too, they have like a killer space. It looks like they do like events. They have all kinds of stuff. So if you guys need to do events or, I don't know, look like a rad space right down there. So anyways, 13 Donuts. I don't want to say that before I forgot. <laughs> all right. Broad Street Donut Co. Broad Street Dough Co. in Encinitas. Newer, kind of in the lumberyard. Um, they make them right there. We went in one time and uh, my little guy got to, they, you know, made them, made the donut, but he got to dunk into whatever topping yep. he had so yep. they let him make it not everybody but yep. um cool little spot right there yep. uh barrio donuts oh there we go claremont in claremont. claremont yep so that one actually says uh this one there's one in convoy and one in encinitas mochi nut for everybody uh who thinks a donut could lo- use a little bit more chew it's like we got it one time and it's like a softer uh, it's you know what a mochi ball is right it's mm. like Kind of like a ice cream ish, kind of like marshmallowy texture. Hmm. I think it's a dough. It's a, I don't even know what it. It's a rice flour is okay. is what they make it out of. Okay. Um. But yeah, so it's a totally different. Uh, I guess it's more doughy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like dough before they cook it, even huh. though it's all cooked. So mochi nut. There's one that's any this. Looks like they look like um those like baby chewed toy things. Yeah. Uh, in the picture, oh, a cross of that and a, like a flower. Yeah. They're interesting looking. Yep. And then you got the Mini Donut Company. I like Mini Donuts. I think we should go there in Point Loma. <laughs> uh, Peterson's Donut Corner over in Escondido. It's a famous one. I've never been there, though. Mary's Donuts, one in Santee and one in Lakeside. Been there. Yeah. Santee one, yeah. Um, our, when we were building a construction project down there, um, Mary's was just around the corner. Nice. So we'd get them every now and then. Led by former Winchell's Bakers, Mary and Don Hennessy. Definitely. Um, I don't. I kind of get this vibe. Sometime we're, we'll get to the one uh, that's local that we go to a lot. But there's like a real like donut etiquette. It kind of reminds me of like soup at, soup Nazi mm-hmm. uh, from Seinfeld. Like where if you don't know what you're ordering, and I Do remember feeling super <laughs> uncomfortable. At Mary's like they had like this list of like, okay, you got to order it this way, this way, this way. And I'm, I just always remember being like, okay, <sighs> all right, here we go. I get I get five seconds to tell you all twelve does it done it that I want and go go anyway. go go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, 
next on the list is this is going to cement the city as the number one donut com- donut city in North County, San Diego. VG Donut and Bakery. Is you it know really what VG stands Encinitas, for. though? So that's the, yes. <laughs> they yes. say Encinitas on this I list. I mean, technical. It's in Cardiff. We're, we're, uh, Cardiff Different zip is code. part of Encinitas, dude. <laughs> uh, VG stands for? Very, very good. good. I know. They talk about all. So they did this list on the morning show I listened to. And I'm like yelling at my radio because he keeps the the host kept saying VGs. Yeah. And VGs donuts. And I'm like, no, VG donut and bakery. <laughs> I'm Come on. Going, I go VGs. Well, if you're going to VGs, yes. But if you're saying VGs donut shop or whatever, then you're saying it wrong. Yeah. People, it sounds wrong when you say VG donut, yeah. but. Very good donut. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you got funny. Donut Panic in Graniteville. You got Nomad like Donuts in North Park. Sidecar Donuts in Del Mar. It's a LA and OC donut chain. Grace Del Mar with his presence. They look all right. <laughs> they look like donuts. Yeah, addictively savory and sweet butter and salt and sublime huckleberry donuts. So, sounds like a Del Mar donut right there. <laughs> and then donut. Carlsbad, you got the goods. Oh, oh and Imperial Beach Stardust Donut Shop. Copper Top Coffee and Donuts in Hillcrest. So, from the Thrillist. Pretty cool. Some of these so, photos are... Ancinitas is the top. They didn't give Super Donuts number two a shout out when she's here in Ancinitas as well. <laughs> well. Also, Lucadia Donuts is always one of my favorites growing up. Yeah. That, sh- yep. that seems like it should get one. Yeah. A, a staple for, I don't know, 40 years? Something crazy? Something nuts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They and it's still the same couple that's on it forever. Yeah. And they're the employees. That's I it. I didn't know there was that many donut shops in San Diego. Yep. But I guess there are. Next yeah. up on the list, no more donuts. Done, <laughs> done with donuts, guys. Is This is a new spot coming to the Beacon. They're, cool. they're adding some more spots in there. East Village's Michelin recognized Alola 55 Modern Taqueria to open a new branch hmm. in San Diego's North County, specifically in the Beacon, and I mean, we mentioned the Beacon a few times. They've recently upgraded it. That's where we go. A lot of meetings and stuff over at Lofty, uh, which is right there. There is um, Shake Shack just opened up in there. There is Sweet Green, just a salad chain just opened up in there. Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream. Um, it's their second location in San Diego. The Wise Ox Butcher and Eatery is in there. So, uh, yeah. Lola Menu combines Chef Drew Bent's love for wood fire cooking and his respect for San Diego taco shops and locally sourced ingredients inspiring a Oaxacan style cuisine where mesquite is used to jointly prepare and season foods. Lola 55 grills most of its meats and vegetables on a custom Santa Maria wood grill. Uh, the menu offers inspired uh, inspired food at affordable prices with most of the items priced between three to seven bucks. Tacos are made with house made tortillas and ingredients sourced from area farms and purveyors. The menu also includes a large list of vegan options, uh, numerous plant-based tacos, and serves, this is key, a full list of craft cocktails, local and Mexican craft beer, and array of side dishes like elote, aguachile, uh, market-driven entrees, and soft beverages like agua frescas and horchatas. Nice. So like it doesn't it. say when it's opening, but over in the Beacon, it's coming pretty soon, it looks like. This is articles from March 18th from San Diegoville, so... Very cool. Nice. I knew that place is blowing up, dude. It's it going to be the spot. I agree. Once they get a, a craft beer bar on there, 
<laughs> we'll be there. Yep, for sure. We should probably open that. Yeah. Well, I, dude, like we're telling Travis, that'd be a good little spot for BTR. Mm-hmm. Second well, we didn't say that spot, but we said more locations, more locations would be yeah. would be good. So, all right, and then also last thing in beer news before we sign off, Encinitas Spring Street Fair to feature twenty five bands, and the Beer Garden is back. So, two day fair scheduled April 9th through the tenth. Uh, Four hundred fifty booths, live music, and the return of the Beer Garden. Their Beer Garden doesn't usually have too much. Uh, you know, choices. Mm-hmm. This year they have Ballast Point and Duckfoot. Got it. Which are some good good choices. Uh, organic kombucha from Juneshine and some wine. So 9 to 5, 9th through the 10th. Go to Encinitas101.com to check it out. And, I mean, it's free. Not the beer, but um, always a fun event. We've been down there a handful of times. And the beer garden, I don't, I don't know if kids are allowed in there, though. I remember that being an issue. So, <laughs> anyways... You just got to have them outside of it. And yeah. Thin. Don't run off. <laughs> you guys watch, look at this booth. Do not move. <laughs> Maybe they have a, a kid watching booth. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Anything else, sir? I don't think so. I think we're good. Cool. Well, come say what's up over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. Yeah, Mr. Cassie Lewis at Cassie Lewis RE. Leave us a review subscribe if you haven't already you guys thanks for listening as always and make sure to tune in for next week episode 152 where we chat with travis from btr aka brewers tap room we'll catch you guys all next week Adios.